We can't be too funny off mic. We have to get all this for content. What Would did you, you like just me say? To say that again? Maybe the, I don't know. The more like a scarecrow <laughs> that a man looks, the more into him you are. I resent that accusation. It's no. not scarecrow. I used to say this, and I stopped because it stopped being kind of funny. Because you were attracted to men that you thought you could break in half. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> It is true. That's and there's only funny. one dude that's ever broken that that I've been attracted to, Hassan Piker. And I posted oh, yeah, a, a I was barking at him on the internet one time and you, and I said something you responded and you were like, "Oh my god, he's something about like him not being my type." And I was yeah. like, "Yeah, he's a deviation from the pattern." And you were like, "He's literally a refrigerator." <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, kinda." Yeah. But outside of Hassan Piker who is objectively hot and attractive and yeah. whatever yeah it's like the thin malnourished frail often like often jewish yeah fair fair you like you a skinny jew dude that is actually you're actually so real for that <laughs> and you said it and not me and it's okay for you to say it because you're jewish so you can say it and i can just confirm or deny it yeah okay. <laughs> what well i was just gonna tell you what I've you asked like why I was on my yes, phone. Yes, what were you beep booping on your phone I'm, about? I'm uh, I don't want to say I'm in the middle of some Instagram you drama. <gasps> You're beefing with whomst? So it it's it, this is the dumbest thing, but shout out to all of our marching band nerd listeners. Oh my out god, there. are you beefing with someone in the so, DMs about band? Sort of. <gasps> Not in the DMs. On, this on is, our group account? No. Oh, okay. I was like, I didn't see any of this. No, okay. you goofball. I was about to be mad that I was left out of the beef. Let me <laughs> shut up. Let me sit my stupid ass down really quick. No, this is on my own account. But so, all right. How can I get into this without getting too deep into this? So, uh, drum corps, professional band. Right. Uh, there are lots of, like, videos of, like, drum lines warming up beforehand. True. Um, and these they're are usually like, very cool, right? Yeah, they're very cool. They're all over like my Instagram. My algorithm is all about it, especially Love this that. time of year. Cause like, Oh the yeah. Winter drum lines are yep. starting to perform over the coming weeks. Anyway, there's this one broken city who is one of the best of the best. They're a world-class drum line. They're warming up. And it was like a video from like some rehearsal or whatever. And their instructor, who I think is in his 40s, if not his 50s, was like standing in front of them with a snare drum of his own drumming along to an exercise. Okay. Now, uh, this particular video was of like like a a friends and family rehearsal. It's like, Mm -hmm. hey, we're about to start competing. Everyone come out. We'll play some beat bops for you and it'll be great. It's very like informal, whatever. Uh, but this guy, I, I commented, like, why does this guy always have to be in the middle of everything? You commented re- this on the public. On the, it, I think, like I on the, the page. The account, but it's like a pretty well-known okay. Instagram account. One that I respect. I've watched a bunch of videos, blah, 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 whatever. Uh-huh. But this guy also teaches the Blue Coats, a drum uh-huh. corps, like a summer band uh, line called the Blue Coats. And he plays a drum set. Mm-hmm. to their warm-ups. Mm-hmm. Instead of having a metronome, he plays a drum set. Okay. And I find that annoying. Okay. One, because, like, first of all, if you're giving them tempo, you're not a metronome. Right. You're not perfect. Right. It's arrogant of you to think so. I, but, I agree. But secondly, and more importantly, this isn't about you. Ooh. It's about 
the kids that are performing, Teeth. why do you feel the need to like play your own thing? To like whip your them? dick out. Yeah, you're yeah. the instructor. Instruct yeah. them. You're not a performer. You shouldn't be performing with Tea. them. It's not about you. Right. And I commented something to that effect on this video. Like, why is this guy always like drumming <laughs> What's in the middle of doing? everything? Yeah. It's not about it. It like it takes attention away from the kids. Right. Is is basically what I said. You and also side like in my opinion, if you're doing something, you're not. Uh, you don't have the wherewithal to instruct. So like, if a kid or a or a whoever messes up if you're the metronome you then have to stop the entire group to then go address one kid yeah and which feels like a waste of everyone's time it's just it's just goofy and so i commented <laughs> and i was immediately i'm talking 15 20 you seconds inundated later. with comments there are there of on both sides some nice. people like how about you just let people enjoy things which i of course of course let sure, people enjoy things sure, but sure. the problem is why is he not letting those kids enjoy performing? And why by are themselves? the people on Instagram not letting you enjoy being a hater ass bitch? Okay, I don't know about that. <laughs> I so and so, but then there are other people like, thank you, someone finally said sure, it. Like yeah. obviously, like this He's guy's been like doing this for, for ten years. Yeah, and I, and it it strikes me as very weird. Patrick yeah. and Colin, if if y'all are both listening, this started in like a group DM with us. Like Patrick sent one of like this video. And was like, isn't this weird? And I was like, yes. Yeah, that so is. Comments on the video, like, this is weird, right? <laughs> and so now I've been getting comments both of in support and, of course, you know how people are rational on the internet. Oh yeah, just jumping down. Oh yeah, my absolutely. Also, yeah. So there's been a little bit of that, and it's 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 been wild. It's not like anything like super crazy because for the most part, band people are like, oh, like no one's gonna be a super fucking asshole, but people right. are still like. Hey, that's my guy, and I'm gonna do yeah, yeah, know, yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone's thing. got their thing. Yeah. And for whatever reason, this guy playing Damn. a drum set in front of children half his age—I <gasps> say children—they're all like they're, eighteen to twenty-one. Yeah, they're but, like adults, know. but they're young adults. But still, yeah, it's just weird, man. That is weird, man. Let them do the thing. Yeah. You instruct. You're getting. It's not the about gl- you. If it's wor- if you're worried about like getting the glory or whatever, don't be a teacher. You're still well. You're still getting it. You're still running. Broken, That's also true. Broken City has gold medals. The Blue Coats have gold medals. Yeah, you're, you're getting the glory. We know who you are, homie. Yeah, we'll still think you're cool. Like, yeah. just stop. This is this is goofy. That's a great fine. way. It's corny. And if, you, and if you still want to perform. That's also totally fine. Don't do it with a bunch of 18 to 20 year olds in an activity right. for 18 to 21 year olds. Pick on someone your own size. Go, yeah. Go perform yeah. elsewhere. Yeah. Dead ass. Okay. Are you ready to get into this episode? Uh, someone just said, where's the dislike button for this unnecessary comment? <laughs> <laughs> That's me every day of my life with you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you ready uh, to get into it? Yeah. No. I'm getting my... Dis- no. That's not what you're supposed to say. Oh, you bet your bottom dollar. Slay. Okay, here we go. Welcome back to the Pyramid, guys, gals, and non-binary pals. My name is Amanda, and I'm your host every single freaking week, except for the weeks that I'm not. And I'm Eli, the dipshit participation trophy of co-hosts. Wow. I was going to say slay and swag, and I got... Slag. Tripped over my own words because that was amazing. Swag. 
Welcome back. Um, last week we like, you know, kind of had to take a break because Mr. Eli had the fucking flu, dude. Yeah, I was. You were like out. You dude, were clocked out. I was. Of, from like existence. <laughs> I was sicker than I have been in at least 10 years. Yikes. I haven't. That I mean, sucks. I, I don't. Yeah, I don't like get flu shots or anything, which usually has been totally fine. But this year, my God, man, I have I have not felt like that in so long. That's brutal. Yeah, that was miserable. Yeah, I hate that for you. It was like, you know, we really don't have to do this. I was like, yeah, can we please not? (laughs) You were like, I feel like shit. And I was like, okay, sounds good. But don't worry. We're back, baby. We are literally so back. Um, back? So back. back. Um, Two weeks ago, we were talking about gay shit. Which is I'm also sorry, like what? low key every week. We were talking about <laughs> gay music. Remember, where I was like, "There's just music that just oh, sounds yeah, yeah, gay." Yeah. And we had a few people. Uh, the poll or the Q and A on two weeks ago's episode was, <gasps> "Oh my God! Guess how many?" I posted like a little bit of like a "Everybody tell Eli that you love him" uh, thing last week in lieu of an episode. Guess how many plays it has? Oh my got y'all at a 69 nice nice it's really exciting to me personally anyway um <coughs> the so yes the uh two weeks ago the question was or the q a was just like send us gay music but gay was the nail emoji send us nail emoji oh music. right 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 <laughs> so here were the answers um someone brought up that jake has mentioned the song kill the lights that is very real the um this is like a, a way, way, way throwback to like the very beginning of the first season. So whoever said this, you are a real one because that's an Hell old yeah. reference. That's pre-break reference. <laughs> um, the song Kill the Lights by Alex Newell is the gayest sounding song ever. And it's so real because in that episode, I bring it up to Jake. And Jake, Jake's like, every straight girl says that that song's gay. And I play for I play like maybe a second of it. And he goes, or no, I don't even tell him what song it is. I'm like, this song that I heard sounds so fucking gay. And he's like, oh, are you a straight woman going to tell me what sounds gay? And I hit play and he goes, oh, fuck, I love that song. And I was like, I knew it. <laughs> so, yes. Um, the, the song Jumpin' by Pitbull was listed as a gay song. Interesting. I do believe that Pitbull's a queer icon. Friend of the podcast and queer icon, Mr. Worldwide. Mr. 305, dead ass. Someone mentioned the song Rush by Troy Sivan. Have you heard this song? No. It's it's very gay. Hang on. Rush. I consider myself to be an ally of it. Oh, shut up, girl. Hang on. Disconnect, girl. Alexa's on her bullshit. She really is. Play for my iPhone, weirdo. Okay. Yeah. Like this song, this song's gay. Jesus. Yeah, there's that, and then, and that's not that's just the intro, and then the song "Pretty Girls" by Renee Rapp. Okay. That, that song. One. Have you? Do you know that song? Yes. That song just being about like literally kissing girls. So yeah, that song's gay. I mean, I'm into it. That song is gay confirmed. You like, are into kissing, kissing girls. girls. Is gay? Kissing girls is gay. You're gay now because you kiss girls. Have you? That's that like. <laughs> genre of instagram reel or tiktok or yeah. whatever i'm yeah. like so into the it. fellas is fellas, it gay is it gay to kiss Listen, girls they're... think about it you're kissing someone that likes dudes <laughs> my favorite one was one that was on on x on twitter 
um, where someone was talking about um, being related to their dad. And it was like this alpha dude, bro. And he was like, I do not want to think about me sharing DNA with my father because my father was a weak-willed man and I am not. And I choose to be a strong (laughs) man and blah, blah, blah. And someone just like quote tweeted and said, fellas, is it gay to be related to your dad? (laughs) I think about that a lot. I think that's a rule. Is it gay to be related to your dad? Yes, it is. Um, okay, Eli, are you ready to talk about your pyramidal life? Can I bet my bottom dollar again? You absolutely can. I would like to bet one bottom dollar, please. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> I'll see your bottom dollar and raise you a bottom dollar. And what, or a bottom of the pyramid is... And, yeah, yes. Yeah, so a transition to end all transitions. Speaking of segues. Well, the bottom of my pyramid is the flu. We already kind of yeah, talked I about mean, it. Yeah, I mean, ripperoni, you I know took, what I mean? Yeah, I took covid tests and it wasn't that it was the real <laughs> flu i woke up on saturday night uh when i like really got i felt myself getting very sick on saturday mm-hmm. and saturday night i woke up every couple of minutes because Ooh. my body ached so much because oh. i was i was cycling back and forth between like hot and cold i dude i couldn't breathe i felt like shit the dude. flu bottom of the bottom of the pyramid yeah that's ass that's ass Um, my bottom of the pyramid is something that Eli and I talked about off mic, but just like the labor of growing and the labor of always evolving longtime listeners of the pyramid and people who've probably joined recently (laughs) will know that I have a considerable amount of religious trauma because I grew up fundamentalist (gasps) Christian. You? Yeah. And just like the constant picking apart and combing through everything can get very exhausting. And there are days when I like think I'm like, okay, I'm good. I'm done. I'm a girl boss. I can do all these things and I can whatever and have no shame or any sort of consequence and not want to, you know, I'm not afraid that sky daddy's going to punish me and blah, 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 whatever. And then there are days like today where I literally wake up crying and I'm like, what if I'm going to hell and what if I'm dying? And Eli did not grow up with the same trauma. And so he came over and he was like, what's good? And I was like, I am tweaking off of my own anxiety and then he has his hand on the back of the couch and i hit his hand so hard with my with my hand that has two rings oh on you it, do have rings that, on. I I was really like, that hurt a little bit liza get out of the sink <laughs> are you serious the get out of the sink <laughs> she's licking the plate that has fish tacos on it get out of the sink <laughs> yeah dear listener this house smells so, I'm so strongly sorry of fish i Lila, mean you can't smell it get but down i can entertain the people all right. Should I tell knock knock? I sh- I need to have knock knock jokes just in case Liza goes banana sandwich, Dude, and then I can entertain the listeners. Weirdo. Yeah, Amanda, like she said, grew up with a great deal of like religion in her household. I was raised Jewish, in that like I had a bar mitzvah. I went to Hebrew school until I joined like the real public in sixth grade. Uh, and so, yeah, like the whole thing with Judaism and like God and everything is you'll ask a rabbi, like just point blank, like rabbi is God real? And he'll just be like, or he or she will just be like, yeah, I don't know. What do you think? Yeah. Just like, do we really know? Who knows? Who's to tell? Be a good person. That's all Judaism is. It's very (laughs) self-defeating. Well, yeah. And it doesn't protect itself at all. It's like, what do you think? Who knows? See you later. Yeah, it's like an ancient religion that's like, if we're on the way out, that's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. I didn't get that. I grew up fundamentalist Very, very Christian, different. Like, very different. And 
I didn't start really doing the work of deconstruction until kind of recently, like five years ago. Like I lived the overwhelming majority of my life inside of fundamentalism. And sometimes, and there were things that were so easy to just like kick out. Like I grew up believing I've mentioned this before. I grew up believing that if you played instruments during worship music, that it didn't count because that was a sin because you were flexing your wealth instead of like just using your voice. And like, I grew up 20 years of my life only listening to acapella worship music and then like secular stuff on the radio. But like when we were talking about religious music, it was only acapella stuff. That's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Like, and I was, it was a sin if you had an acoustic guitar that one was well, really depends who's playing it. Am I right? <laughs> hey, right here. Give it to me. That one was really easy to let go. She's back. You know what? She can just get in the sink. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing in there but a plate. That out of context. Liza. <laughs> She's in there, man. Oh, my Lord. I have never known peace. Her face is in the sink and her back paws are behind. Oh, now she's fully Liza, in the sink. Liza, why? Just see her little tail sticking up. Hell yeah. Well, honestly. Lana. Look at her little face. What are you doing? That's are too you funny. She is in the sink. <laughs> She's what been a, caught. What a menace. <laughs> oh my God. Anyway, so there were some things that were easy to let go, some things that are not easy to let go. And so, anyway, just the constant. Seemingly constant struggle. It just really gets to me some days. And today it really got to me. You just need to take Elsa's advice. And let it go. That's right. Slay. Work. Anyway, what's the middle of your pyramid? The middle of my pyramid is being sent the same reel on Instagram by multiple people. <laughs> like the drumline one? Uh, or is this unrelated? This That's unrelated, but <laughs> that is very funny. No, uh, I love... Uh, having like the the friendship where you just like send a million reels back oh, and forth to each TikTok other. Oh, my TikTok DMs are insane. I'm the funny friend on that app for like 20 people. It's great. There you go. And so like that's always fun. And when you see a reel that like just totally reminds you of someone like, oh my God, so-and-so would love like, to see so this. You. Yeah. I have to send this to them. That's great. And so when I get sent the same reel by multiple unrelated people Uh that's even more confirmation that like oh my god this real really is me (laughs) yeah she is just like me for real yeah and so like my friends sit and especially when it's like really funny or like yeah like yes they know me so perfectly but then also like i don't want my instagram getting fucking blown up during the day like i have the same notification and i can't re i can't like i don't i i should just laugh react to them and call it a day. But, but I will don't. sometimes You're tell my friends, like, ha ha, yeah, so-and-so sent me this earlier. And then they're like, oh, so I'm not the original <gasps> one. Cool. Eli, dude. I'll say ha ha or something. How are you going to maintain Riz like that, dog? You can't You can't be like, yeah, you and everybody else. Yeah, you and every other bitch. You'd be like, L-O- you could just hit him with that LOL and that's fine. Or the okay, ha ha react and that's I, fine. Well, I do that a lot to like. Colin and Patrick and my brothers. People who don't care. But when my roommate Jason sends me a real, oh, I just ignore that. Or I'll tell him someone else already sent it to me. Good. Like, oh, yeah. He needs to be knocked down. Except there's no laughing. It's just, hey, Colin already sent this to me. (laughs) That's really brutal. Yeah. You don't even ha ha. He hasn't even learned. Just stop. Do you remember that time that he poked a hole in your ceiling with his toe in the bathtub? Sure do. I'll never forget that. After he mansplained casserole to me. And I was like, what's that hole in your ceiling, Eli? And you were like, 
Jason did that with his toe in the bathtub. Yeah. And I was like, that sentence doesn't make any sense to me at all, but okay. I just have to take my word for it. Yeah. I mean, disaster in the bathtub. Who who amongst us hasn't been there? That you know sounds what I mean? like a like a weird like alternative band. Disaster in the bathtub. Bathtub yeah. disaster. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's gonna be our band name. Bathtub disaster. Deal. <laughs> um, the middle of my pyramid is like cooking actual food and not just like bullshitting, not real food. Because it's, like, great and, like, should do it for your body, should do it for your mental health, whatever. But it does require planning. And sometimes if I think, like, okay, what are the meals I'm going to eat this week? And I start to think about it for too long. I'm like, oh, I don't want to think about this anymore. Yeah, that's a lot. And then I stop. But then if I don't do it, then I'm spending a fuck ton of money on, like, fast food and bullshit that I should not. Or I'm eating like shit, which I also should not. So I have really enjoyed, I started to get back in the swing of cooking again, as is evident by the smell of my house. Again, I'm so sorry. (laughs) I've lit 14 candles to get it to stop. Um, But it's just a lot of, it's just a lot of prepping and planning and counting and paying attention and I don't want to do it. It's, yeah, it's, it's prepping. Yeah. It's going to the store. Yeah. It's having to like heat thi- like preheat an oven yeah or boil water yeah. or chop things <laughs> yeah fuck are we doing here chop things yeah no yeah and it's yeah. like oh i want to make this fun thing for dinner now oh i look at the the recipe or the instructions oh it's gonna take an hour sick i yeah. didn't even think about that and that doesn't even include like uh the cleanup afterwards mm-hmm. fuck dude I actually, I, I love cleaning, but that's different. Wash multiple pots. Not after cooking, though. I love Not washing. after shopping for the food and cooking the food and it's eating the many, food. And too then, much. And then cleaning it. Fuck that, dude. Yeah. The- <laughs> God. Yeah. It's worth it, but at what cost? I'm at a, what price? I'm a Marie Calendar queen, dude. <laughs> I, I love those, that for those you. Those microwavable meals. I know. That's the shit. Yeah. For real, for real. What's the top of your pyramid, son? Uh, I have two. Oh, God. Uh, well, one, it's one that was done to me, but uh, a really good Rick roll. Like when someone just puts the like a The top ra- of your pyramid is a good so ri- funny. Dog, that, okay. It makes me laugh. If it's like a really good one. <laughs> sure. Because it's been around I'm gonna for let you so long. I'll let you have that one. It's been around for so long, it makes me laugh every time. But That's someone fair. put like a, a QR code up in like a really unsuspecting location. I thought it was going to be to like. Like scan here for like a coupon or like to or like an informational get information about yeah. this band or whatever. Uh-huh. Nope, Rick Astley, hilarious. That's amazing. Uh, but the actual top of my pyramid is <laughs> Ready Whip. Okay, I, I'm scared. I was walking. There's not much else to it. I was just walking <laughs> through the grocery store the other day. <laughs> You're like, give me through, a can. I was of that. getting a, a. You get the can or the tub. Well, I. A can. The can. Yeah, like. absolutely. <laughs> I guess the ready whip is the can and cool whip is the top. So never mind. Right. Yeah. You said ready whip. But I was walking. I was getting my lactate, uh, my fat free lactate, bro. It tastes like milk. And it has no, I'm not. I'm not grossing out what it is. I'm grossing out the name. Oh, yeah. It's not that great. name is like a sin. <laughs> well, it's, it's for people that don't want. Lactose. No, I know. But like, <laughs> it sounds like it. lactate. It sounds like the verb. I don't like that it sounds like that. It's called lactate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's disgusting. Anyway, so I was getting that, and then I I looked up, and I was like, you know what? I never, like, get any sweets. I'm just going to get a fucking can of Ready Whip, dog. 
You laugh. <laughs> I'm just it's laughing amazing. at how different we are. I just go up to the fridge and I just like, yeah. Yeah. Just a big old glob in my mouth. <laughs> you want to stand you want to stand by that sentence? Yeah, I'm going to go with that. <laughs> Have you ever heard of the phrase standing on business? Do you know what that means? Yeah, but I don't like it. Oh, okay, that's fine. There is a TikTok that I think about all the time and it's these two guys and they have like button downs and like um like ties and khakis on and they're like me if I was your attorney and it's like your honor my client was just being dead ass or it's like uh your honor in my client's defense he didn't do that shit you know it's like just like random phrase like that and one I think of all the time is where this goes this guy goes your honor my client was simply standing on business (laughs) I think about that uh, that is the boom a child no for yeah. me that what yours is yeah. your honor my client was simply standing on business was he like perched atop <laughs> a briefcase or something that would be standing on business that would be standing on business that Man, is true I should become a TikToker you should you actually should people oh, would no. eat your ass up you oh, would you can hello? do you, you want to stand by that sentence I would absolutely I the internet would eat your ass Eli. <laughs> You could do thirst traps. It would be awesome. I don't know about that. I do. Um, the top of my pyramid, thank you for asking, is that <laughs> Miley Cyrus, Destiny Hope Cyrus, won two Grammys last night. Yeah, because she's a bad bitch. It's incredible. She's never won Grammys before. Wait, what? Correct. Because the music industry hated her because she was like Disney's wild child and what? was a PR nightmare. So she's just never won. She's been nominated, but has never won anything until last night. Actually, and she won um, the Grammy for I think best song for Flowers, and it's great. And she, her outfits were beautiful and wonderful. Her hair was terrible, and she looked awesome. Like I, I don't know. I just really love seeing her like do her thing, and. She was doing this thing when she sings the parts in Flowers where she says, like, I didn't want to leave you. I didn't want to lie. Or I didn't want to fight. Started to cry. But then I remember I can buy myself flowers. She's, <laughs> she would do this thing where she would go, uh, I didn't want to leave you. And then she was talking about she would go, but I had to. And then she would say, I don't want to fight. And then she would go, but we did. And then she, like, started to cry. I remember that. I ah, whatever. And at the Grammys last night, she was like, I didn't want to leave you. And she goes, but I had to. And she's like, I didn't want to fight, but we did. And then when she says, sorry to cry, but remember that I, but remember, and stopped, she goes, I just won my first Grammy. And she like stops singing and just starts dancing. And like, I saw that video last night and started crying. That's like, awesome. I just love her so much. And she was like done. And she like won that Grammy, sat down and then won another one. So she won her two very first Grammys last night. And I love her and she's mother. And that's all. <laughs> I love that for you. Thank you. And for Miley. I love her so much. She was on the red carpet and she did that thing where she like, she used to do this all the time in her bangers era when that album was really big. She would like close one eye in photos and stick. Yeah. She would make that face. She did that last night on the red carpet. And I was like, that is my bitch. I was like, she is still the same girl she has always been. And she got up to accept the, the, her second Grammy and she was like, I think I've, uh, I don't think I have forgotten to thank anyone. I don't think I've forgotten anything except maybe my underwear. Okay, bye. And like leaves. She's just like so still that girl and like did not let the music industry like beat that out of her. She's just going to be a PR nightmare forever. 
and not problematic, not like in a problematic way, but in like a, you can't tell me what to do kind of way. And I just love her. Yeah. That's great. So the end. Okay. You ready to talk about this episode? Yeah. You sure? <laughs> Maybe. You bet. You betcha. You bet um, second from the bottom dollar. Damn. Um, this is season three, episode 14. It's called Watch Your Back, Mac. Which is, I thought, kind of funny, but based on your expression, I'm thinking I should, <coughs> should take that opinion back, maybe. You didn't think it was funny? No, I did not. You thought it was corny? Well, yeah, I mean, most of these are pretty bad. <laughs> That's so. true. Some of them are like, okay, <laughs> that was kind of a stretch. Um, Let's see. Okay, look, okay, okay. Last week, Melissa got married. That was a big deal. Fucking out of nowhere. Out of literal nowhere. Um, Brooke did not go because Abby hates her. Uh, Chloe had that rock and roll number and she went like this to the audience. She like stuck her tongue out for like just a half a second. And Abby was like, that was disgusting. And her sensibilities were very offended. It was very Miley Cyrus of her. It it was so that. I love her so much. Um, Oh, and then we had the guest choreographer, the love of your life specifically. What was her name again? Rochelle? God, that's also a very Eli thing. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's all the concussions. <laughs> it's it's just it's fault. just being stupid. It's Dude, I'm not... trying so hard just to remember what happened this episode. <laughs> I never write down the last time on. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, yeah, her name was Rochelle, or also Sass. Her oh, nickname see, was Sass. See, I remembered it. Yeah, you did great. Um, so yeah, that was last week. Um, we are in Pittsburgh this week. We start with the girls. Let's go. Um, we're in Studio A. We're all lined up in front of the mirrors. Great what? Great week last week with all yeah. the wins. What were we going to say? I was just going to say Abby was in like a shockingly good mood. Yeah, she was like, all right, we crushed it. <laughs> and everyone's like, yeah, like, you kind of did. Way to go. That's what we're supposed to do. And then she starts with the top of the pyramid. Almost as if to build suspense. <laughs> Why would she have done something that? Something else. I uh, yeah, who knows? She says, let's start at the top of the pyramid because that's easy. Maddie at the top. Duh. She said, I love that she said it like that because it's like, Obviously, it's going to be Maddie. We all know what's going on here. Duh. Yeah, I'm like, I wrote okay. duh in my notes. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone else can get wrecked, I guess. Yeah. Like, damn. Um, the next one is Paige. Very exciting. Excellent. Not really for a reason. She just says she did good. Yeah. And like, she okay, says, I, Abby said, it's hard to get to the top. It's even harder to stay there. But I showed her that I can stay there. Yeah. Very, like. She's Nailed like, did it. I say that right? Do I mean to say it again, producer, yeah. who fed that line to me 30 seconds ago? Yep. Um, then it's Kendall. Abby says, thank goodness. It, she got third last week, and she says, thank goodness it wasn't second. Because obviously being the first Because you got to set him up worst. to smack him down. <laughs> uh, and then Chloe, she got first, but like, Is go the off, I on guess. The pyramid? Like, Maddie got first in a duo chloe yeah. won that shit herself alone yeah with her hair down too i would like to add not the slick back bun this shit was whipping oh, around I'm, I'm realizing that obviously first place doesn't matter because when chloe. she did well yeah when she did the rock on mm. symbol yeah when she gave the audience the fingers and as so, abby said yeah last obviously week. abby's like well already obviously ass fuck you yeah literal ass um then the bottom level, Nia, because she flew under the radar. Okay, but she great. didn't draw Abby's eye in a negative way, which She's is... Like, you just didn't stand out. Okay, sick. Cool. Great. Um, and then Mackenzie. Abby stands by her choice not to put her in the group number. She's like, I don't think you should have been in there. 
and I think I'm right. And I think you're kind of stupid and small. And then <laughs> you're kind of a shrimp. And then uh, Brooke is next. And she said she didn't. It's because she didn't go to the competition. And it, Kelly's like, it's not that Brooke didn't go. It was more like a leave of absence. It was a forced leave of absence. Yeah. And then Abby's punishing her for not going, even though Abby made her not yeah, go. Yeah. How dare you not be there because I told you not how to be there. How dare you go by what I said and yeah. take my instructions seriously. Like, you, okay. You child. You piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then there was another picture that's there, covered up. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Which is the suspension is why we started at the top. And she goes, whoosh, and she snatches off that copy paper that Brandon printed out over a headshot of a girl named Asia, who has an arched eyebrow that is truly, like, almost Touching up her into hairline. her hairline. Yeah, it's crazy. And the girls are shook. And Abby says, like, this is a new member of our competition team. She was a contestant on the on Abby Lee's Ultimate Dance Competition, which was another show it that was, was over the summer. Yeah, it said. was like happening in tandem. Um, and she's gonna be staying for the whole goddamn season. Abby says must have paid that shit in full ahead of time. I guess, dude. Like it's it's kind of weird. I know there are reasons why she's there. I know she obviously had to get there somehow, but like the reasons were given are pretty paper thin. It's reasons like Asia wants to be here or like. Asia really likes Abby, which isn't a substantive answer. Yeah. We're not asking what's the purpose. We're asking like logistically, how did this work? Who contacted whomst? That kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, there must have been some something going on behind the scenes. Yeah, and Abby says she doesn't think there's enough competition amongst the girls. I think that's an opinion the producers had that Abby agrees with. Maybe. And that's why Asia's there. Well, I mean, you could see like... Just you to know, fuck talk- shit up. We've talked about it a bunch this season that like Abby, well, all seasons, but especially this one that Abby like tries to get the kids to like go against each other. Yeah. And the only one that she's even remotely successful with is Kendall because her mom's Jill, obviously, but like all the other kids are such good friends and Abby fucking hates that. She wants them to like (laughs) try and stab each other in the back and try Mm -hmm. and climb over one another to get to the top. For sure. Yeah, no, and she's like, here you go, here's another child. And so, yeah. Beat her up. Yeah, let's throw another kid in there and see if something sticks. So the Lord of the Flies up in this bitch. Yeah. Um, This week we're going to Energy Dance in Highland, Michigan, and Kathy will be there. Let's fucking go. I love being a goofy goober with Kathy. Yeah, and she calls Kathy the Wicked Witch of the Est, and her crappy little apples will be there. And then she says that evil, conniving, purse-swinging troll. Dude, Go off, honestly. That that's some, slay. That's some Dr. <laughs> Seuss level flow that right there. evil, conniving, purse-swinging troll is going to be there. And I want to send her home crying because that's what she deserves. That's brutal. That is brutal. It's like there was a time when, uh, when all the drama with Ariana Grande and her current boyfriend who cheated on his wife with Ariana Grande – when people were like talking about that, someone said that Ariana Grande was not a girl's girl, which is a devastating insult Damn. to be called. She's not really a girl's girl. Fucking yikes. I mean, that's like dudes. evil conniving purse swinging troll is right underneath. Not a girl's girl. Yeah. I mean, that's like saying uh, like some dude like, oh, he's not for the boys. Ew. It's I the same like thing. That. Same energy. Is that a, but do you want the to same be f- idea is behind it? But do you want that? But is it problematic if you're a guy and you're for the boys? Well, I mean, I, I I'm asking in earnest. I wouldn't say it's problematic. I it just depends like, on the boys. Well, yeah, it's a boy to boy basis. Yes. Yeah. 
That's fair. <laughs> if if someone told me that you were for the boys, I'd be like, that's really weird. I know Eli. That must mean a certain thing. And then knowing who your friends are, I'm like, that makes sense. They're all a bunch of idiots. Yes. But in like a very dude bro-y idiot way. Well, in, in like a harmless way. Right. Right. Not in a there menace are, to society potential criminal way. Yeah. There are a lot of men that are, oh, for the boys. That Senators are, like, are for the boys. Yeah. That are like really problematic and yeah. misogynistic and shit but no like saying she's not a girl's, not girl, a girl's means, girl means like she doesn't like <gasps> oh stick God. with her girls she no, doesn't like, stand up for her or for women in general her because gal this, pals. yeah this other woman ethan slater's ex-wife had met her before and was like yeah i don't know she just never really gave off the vibe she just wasn't a girl's girl hmm. interesting and then evil conniving pursuing troll would be right underneath not a girl's girl in terms sure. of devastation <laughs> Um, the group routine this week is called Return to Grace, and it's about reincarnation, I guess. Dude, every time... Okay, McKenzie, McKenzie and Asia are out of the number for that reason. My... A couple <laughs> things. One of my, Some notes. One of my favorite parts of every show uh-huh. is hearing <laughs> yeah. Abby <laughs> yes. not say necessarily the name of the group routine. But the subject matter. But the subject matter and the yes. theme. Yes, yes. Uh, especially like with Rosa Parks last week. <laughs> oh my God, or like I two weeks ago. Fucking, or yeah, I lost it. And then this time she's like, oh yeah, Return to Grace. It's about reincarnation. I was just like, <laughs> fucking what? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. She's always whipping out something stupid. I, I want to know what her creative process is like. So I have this note later on. When we see the group number in the competition, it, the number has tangibly nothing to do with reincarnation. No one dies. No one's reincarnated. You like by the end of the episode, that is just gone. That element is just gone. And I wonder if Abby feels like she has to give the children a concrete concept, if that you could even say concrete concept, like to help them be grounded in what the dance is about. Sure. When, if, if they were maybe older or more mature or whatever, she could say just like some adjectives of like, I want the dance to feel like this or it should look like that and maybe she feels like she can't do that because they're all so young so she has to tie it to a specific idea but like we lose the reincarnation quick immediately immediately in this episode has nothing to do with anything by the time it's all said and done it's so stupid um the trio this week there's a trio it's kendall maddie and chloe they're doing a jazz trio called we believe like, okay, great. It seems very much like this trio is put together with the intent of beating the candy apples. Oh, for sure. Those are for th- sure. probably, certainly, the three best ah. dancers. Ugh. Yes, sorry, my couch is, I'm sinking into my couch. This um, thing has yes. a habit of doing that. I know, it's the best. You've seen me adjust a couple of times over here. It's I'm being awesome. eaten. It's like a Venus flytrap. It's the best couch ever. Um, and then the solo this week is not going to Maddie. It is going to Asia. This is kind that, of crazy. Yeah, that seems me. intentional. Abby says it's to that analyze seems, yeah, her very talent. Pointed. Which, like, why are you analyzing her talent? You just went out of your way to bring her on. Yeah, the I thought you analyzed team. her talent on the other show she was on. Yeah, I thought that was the point of the other show. Right. But like, go off. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> like, whatever. I maybe I don't know. Yeah. Uh, we get to the group of her. What? One thing, as we're getting to the group rehearsal and Abby tells everyone to warm up, 
you see it kind of in the <laughs> foreground of the shot, but she's like, all right, girls, spread out, start warming up, whatever. Maddie, while standing up, goes to take one of her shoes off and almost eats it. She, like, oh, really? She almost falls. <laughs> and she, like, catches herself oh, no. and, like, glances at the camera and laughs for a half second. <laughs> That's really, really funny. Like, out of character for I'm going to have to go like, look at Whoa. that. <laughs> That's really funny. <laughs> Um, the group rehearsal begins. The moms are in the Lido deck. They're like a little nervous about the new mom and like, ooh, whatever. Christy, Especially right as the team seems to be like locked in. I think yeah. Jill mentioned. She's like, Jill all <laughs> just got back. Everything finally seems good. And now she brings someone else. Jill in. is pissed yeah. about this. We're, we're going to get into it a little bit more, but Jill's really pissed about this, this addition. Um, Christy asks the moms, like, if they believe in reincarnation, like, do we all believe in that? And everyone's like, no, I don't really think so. And then Kelly goes, if I came back as anything, it would not be as a member of the Abby Lee dance company. That's for (laughs) sure. That's for sure. Um, we cut to Canton, Ohio. (coughs) Kathy, the candy apples are doing their thing. Kathy's like feeling the pressure of always losing. She's like, we're second. We try harder, but I'm getting tired of that being our motto. She's tired of this grandpa. Yeah. (laughs) That's too damn bad. Um, They get to that stupid fuck ass digital pyramid. That means with the apple, like sounds as the cards turn around. The little apple crunch. Girl. Okay, so be Abby, so serious. Abby unveiling her group <laughs> theme is like one of my favorite things. This bullshit is like easily least... one of my least favorite. <laughs> yeah. Because first of yeah. all, it's not a pyramid. It's four kids. It doesn't and they're not like it's not the same kids every week either. So it doesn't matter. Jalen, the kid that slides on his head, inexplicably not here this He's week. He's gone forever. He's just it gone. Seems. Yeah. So it doesn't matter because it doesn't it's not going to be these kids next week. And the, Yeah, and then the it's Apple so Crunch stupid. sound effect is bad. Whenever, and it's digital, which like also somehow bothers me. It's so me. annoying. Yeah, poor Brandon <laughs> doesn't have a job with the candy apples. Yeah, then also, AI is coming for Brandon's job. The fact that when it turns around, she almost looks like she's finding out the order of the kids as oh, it's being She looks yes, surprised. Yes. Like she's watching to see who she's it's like, going to oh, be. She's like, oh, Gino. She's yeah. finding out with all of us. And then finally, and most importantly... <laughs> The things that she says when the children are, like, unveiled. I did not write any of this down, so I'm so glad that you're so into oh, this. Oh, yeah, I'm glad you asked. She says, <laughs> and I quote. Oh, God. Brandon, you're my most well-rounded dancer. Slay. Next, that's it. The <laughs> last child. You're my slay. most well-rounded dancer. Then she says, Zach. Zach is back. Zach attack. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> Gino, you're my little fire and ice. Next. (laughs) Is Nick, you're a newcomer, but I'm impressed by your skills. And that's it. That's crazy. What is, there's nothing. It's bullshit. There's absolutely nothing. She's so (laughs) dumb. She can't even like come up with a little bit of wow, something. Wow, drag to say her, about Eli. Them. Damn. Oh, Kathy, <laughs> Kathy and Jill, I just cannot stand. Slay. Good for you. Honestly, you shouldn't. <laughs> I'm gonna type an Instagram comment and get Period. blown up in my notifications. <laughs> get your ass blown out on Instagram. I've got the just, you know what I'm sorry, I mean? What? <laughs> and, you know, and like a verbal tete-a-tete. Get your ass blown. So I've gotten my ass eaten yes. on, and on TikTok and my eaten ass up. blown out yep. on Instagram. Yep. A lot of things happening to my butt tonight. <laughs> Very true. Very true. 
Uh, let's see. Stupid digital pyramid. Yes, that was my note. And then she brings And then her the guest choreographer. choreographer, yeah, who's allegedly BFFs with Abby. And Kathy's like hired him specifically to she's, for that oh, reason. Oh, she's thrilled. He was Mr. Dance of America. I think that is like a thing. I believe it. Before you shit on it. Or I before I shit to. on it. I think that is like a thing. No, like. That and she like makes a point like that is very impressive. Like this yeah. is a real like dude within the dance industry. A real His dude, yeah, John for real. Culbertson, yeah, yeah, a friend of He's Abby. Very white teeth, which they're, I will talk a lot about later. They're veneers. They're, they're obviously veneers. Yeah, yeah. I have a veneers good and a spray tan. Yeah, I have a bunch. I have a bunch of notes about this man. Yeah, later I will drag him later. Um, okay, we're back in Pennsylvania. Abby and Melissa are at like the front desk, and Abby's like talking to Melissa about Broadway Baby, her dog passing away. Well, before this what? even happens, it shows what? like the outside shot of the oh studio, Melissa, and you can hear what? Abby shriek Melissa's name Melissa! from outside, and then now we're in here. Yeah, it's kind of a lot. Yeah, what are we doing? Um, she's like, talking to Melissa about Broadway baby, her dog passing away. And she like has an idea. And Abby's like, I don't want to get another dog because like she was my baby. Sure. But doesn't know like what to do with. What do you mean? What to do with the it? body? You do one of two things. You bury it or you cremate it. Is she. Okay. This is kind of a dumb question. Probably. If you eventually she will like go through the process of talking to someone about maybe getting it. Broadway baby taxidermied when you get something taxidermied is it like like the deer head on someone's wall is that a real deer yes that's the deer you shot right yes okay that's not like a replication of something no they a do replication a, a replica no they do a lot of things to like treat it right to keep its like skin and right fur but that's like the thing that you shot or whatever. Yeah. Okay. It's a really morbid thing. If you're into hunting, whatever. It is just <sighs> whatever. not for me. No, it's not Keeping for me either. Keeping a dead animal's body part it, on my wall is fucking So, weird. like, I'm sure there's, like, a weird, like, fucky timeline thing. And maybe Broadway Baby died yesterday or something. Yeah. But if Abby has been holding on to that dog's body this whole time, that's been, like, two months. It would have been... I mean, the vet would have had it. That's true. But, but still, like, that dog's been, like decomposing oh oh i'm gonna vomit unless they put it in a what is the cryogenic freezer (laughs) no whatever they embalming oh maybe and then i don't know if you can even do taxidermy on something that's been involved whatever i don't know but it's weird the timeline is potentially very funky yeah as is the smell no the the timeline is potentially fucky is what i said (laughs) well i'm saying funky (laughs) okay that's right That was funky, too. Nice. Um, Melissa is the one who suggests maybe getting the dog taxidermied. Which is insane. And Melissa goes upstairs and is like, oh, I was just talking to Abby about maybe getting her dog stuffed and maybe like so she could have it forever. And the moms are like, you told her to do what? <laughs> and she's like, I think it would be so sweet. And Christy and Kelly, Kelly like rears her arm back and smacks Christy on the arm and is cracking up. And Eli, Elijah Farmer. Hold my hand while I say this to you. This moment kind of reminded me of me and you in grad school <laughs> <laughs> yeah. a million years ago because they, they it's like, oh my God, that's insane. Oh my God, did you hear what did that you person hear that said? Shit? Yeah. yeah. It was it was very sweet. <laughs> and then that's like the end of that moment for now. We're gonna come back to that timeline or that plot line later. But now we're seeing the trio rehearse. 
for just like a second, uh, Abby says that the girls are going to sizzle in hot orange costumes. Did not Hate that. like that. Hate that a lot. Uh, Abby says, you have to believe. You need the face and the stamina. Okie doke. Okay, that's a lot, but sure, Jan, I guess. You know that, that straw, you have that straw in your cup upside down? You're probably the fourth or fifth person <laughs> to tell me that. Can I explain the to you? The little disc goes down in the bottom so you doesn't go. why it doesn't? Okay, yeah. For me, I live your truth however you have your shots. <laughs> so, dear listener, I was bought a Stanley, well, knockoff yeah. as a gift by my cousin Helene. Shout out to Helene. She's not listening, but shout out to you anyway. And uh, <laughs> there's like the straw that goes in it, and there's a little plastic ring that, yeah, that keeps goes, it from. normally goes on the inside right. of the lid that prevents the straw from falling out. That is never a thing I've had a problem with whatsoever. The reason I keep it on the outside, on the top of the lid, uh-huh. is because so often I open it up to put ice and more water, and I only ever have water in here. And when I take the lid off, <gasps> it literally Wait. holds onto the straw. Wait, okay, that is really fucking smart. So I never have to have the straw separate or just get knocked around. Wow, I'm like shocked. (laughs) I'm sorry that was so shocking to me that you did something so smart. But like, damn. (laughs) That was kind of (laughs) crazy. Yeah. That was kind of crazy. I have a good idea every once in a while. When I first was given that, I Uh saw, like, I I recognized immediately what that was there for. I was like, however. But like, when do you pull the straw out on accident? That is that like I, never when, happens. When, I've knocked that thing off uh-huh. my nightstand three times already. The straw <laughs> has never come out of it. Right. That's not a problem. But when I whenever I put more stuff in it, it I, I do that several times every day. Damn. You're a woman in STEM for real. That's crazy. <laughs> um, okay. Anyway, the moms are upstairs. They're looking at the footage of Asia at Abby Lee's ultimate dance competition. And they're getting a little nervous. Well, that one really got you, uh, huh? Yeah. That oh, you really like that one, you baby giggle. girl? <laughs> I've never been called a woman in STEM before. I felt so flattered. (laughs) You are very much a woman in STEM today. (laughs) I love that for you. (laughs) I love that for me too. (laughs) Okay. The moms upstairs looking at footage of Asia and getting a little nervous. She's like the same age and size sort of as Mackenzie. So they're like, uh-oh, she's going to be McKenzie's competition. She better watch out. Yep. Thus, the title, Watch Your Back, Mac. Jill, at this point, openly detests the kid and the mom. <laughs> yeah. She does not met them. She's not <sighs> met them. She's like, I don't want this to be happening. They better be as fucking mean to her as they were to me because them bitches were ruthless to me. I don't want her to be here. Our team is great the way it is. Like, she really is not... Out of all the moms who aren't having it, Jill is really not having it. Yeah, she's like, they they better haze the fuck out of these two newbies. <laughs> yeah, I guess I went through it with these women. Uh-huh. And um, continues to. Also true. Well, some of that is self-inflicted, Jill, let's be honest. Yeah, but she deserves it for sure. But, very, yeah. very, very much so. Um. Okay. So, excuse me, we see Christy, who is Asia's mom, and Asia come in. Okay, this is what we're going to do. New Christy and OG Christy. Yes. Oh, I will also accept Asia's mom and Chloe's mom. Sure. That's fine, because it's going to get kind of crazy. 
Speaking of getting kind of crazy. Oh, God. You want to come up here? That look on your face. You should check out at the Pyramid Pod on Instagram where I'm going to be posting pictures and videos of Liza more frequently because people really liked them when I posted them the last time. Hello, chicken. Oh, the slow blink. Hell yeah. Oh, that was a good one. Liza, she's looking at the technology as though... She's thinking about jumping up on the couch. It has wronged her somehow. Liza. Long day of being a nightmare. There's no thoughts in that little head. No, there are thoughts, but they're only thoughts of destruction. Oh, God. Here's my shoe. Eli has presented her with the shoe. She is not interested. Oh, she wants it to pet her. Look at this. Maybe. Okay, maybe not. (laughs) Okay, great. Um... So, yeah, so Christy is Asia's mom. Asia's mom's name is Christy. We're going to refer to her as new Christy and OG Christy and or Asia's mom and Christy and Chloe's mom. What we're not going to do is do what these moms do and refer to the new Christy as skinny Christy and Chloe's mom, Christy, as... Kelly immediately Yeah, goes, Kelly. That makes you fat, Christy. <laughs> <laughs> ha, ha, ha. It is. It's really funny to me. I'm sorry. It, like <sighs> we we get a moment with like. Let me back up because I'm I'm jumping a little bit. But uh, Abby like sees Asia and Christy come in, and she's like, you know, watch out for these moms. The girls are sweet as pie, but watch out for the moms. Which Abby, was nice. She usually yeah, doesn't I'm say like, nice damn. things because she's like, yeah, they're well. Don't worry, ones. don't worry. The kids weren't around to hear her say something nice about them, right, so it doesn't will, count. And they will never be true. Um, Abby takes them into the den, and that's how like they all meet. She has Mackenzie and Asia be back to back to measure their height immediately, which kind of sucks. And the moms are like, if Abby's not planning on replacing Mackenzie, then what's Asia's purpose here? Like yeah. what would, what would the point of that be? Um, That's Holly's only line of dialogue. I think in the entire episode, I had that note too. When it, when we cut to the group performance, we see Nia backstage for like half a second. And I was like, Oh my God, I didn't even register that Nia and Holly are here this week because we don't hear from them at all. It's very weird. Probably just for time. Maybe. But or like, I Lifetime don't know. knew that they hit their quota of having people of color on screen. New <laughs> Christy. They're like, well, yeah. guess we don't need Holly. They were I'm like, sorry, listen, we and- can only portray women of color as catty, conniving villains. And Holly is too nice. So yeah. we have to villainize another woman of color. Yeah. Sorry, so we Dr. have new Holly. Christy. You're Whatever. too educated and awesome yeah, to like, get damn. Time. Like we want to make all the women of color look terrible. Can we also acknowledge though that when they call uh new Christy skinny Christy, that's also like why we don't need to bring attention to her body either. Let's not let's not do the thing where that like they are kind of unintentionally doing or intentionally doing where like, oh, to be fat Christy is the bad Christy. You don't know. Don't comment on other people's bodies. Slay. Maybe, maybe new Christy is like has battled with an eating disorder. Whole yeah, life you and don't is trying know. To maintain weight. And so calling her skinny is like fucking hard for her to hear. And it's yeah. something she's been battling with, too. Like, let's can we just not fucking yeah. do that? It's the 2010s. Skinny is immediately Skin, equals good person. Skinny is not good. Fat is not bad. Cut Slay. it out. Slay, feminist king, king of the libs. Swear to God. Yeah, it is, it is actually legitimately very annoying. And <laughs> 
Chloe's mom like takes it with like, you know, takes it on the chin a little bit and is like, whatever, because it's her BFF who's like, that makes you fat, Christy. Yeah, by <laughs> default, when clearly she it's is like, not. Because like the existence of thin Christy implies the existence of a fat Christy, exactly. or else you wouldn't have to have that qualifier. It's the duality of Christy. You're so That's true. what this episode should have been called. The duality of Christy. They should let me name the episodes. <laughs> they should, honestly. Frankly, the funny thing is, the more, I won't get onto a whole soapbox here, but the more I've gotten into like the gym community, oh, God. the more, I, I'm I swear to you, I'm already at upset. least in my circle, uh, uh, oh God. body neutrality mm-hmm. and bo- body positivity are far more prevalent there than anywhere else. Because oh, nice. like it's when you like talk to like a personal trainer, they're not like, oh, you're fat and that is bad. It's just, okay, so no, your body fat level is this and so we're going to work with blah, blah. It's What's just very goal? matter yeah. of fact. Mm-hmm. It, there's no judgment in it. Well, because there's it's no, science There's too. no good or bad. Yeah, yeah, it's just like this is what this is. This mm-hmm. is who you are. Yeah. And let's proceed from here. Yeah, it's not. It's awesome. I love it. I yeah. genuinely love it. I love that. It's it's the 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 battle of not assigning morality to science. Right. It's not that like I'm saying this. Your BMI is this. I'm not saying you're a bad a bad person. Nope. I'm saying this is what the science supports, and that's it. It's the it's, exact same thing as saying you have brown hair. Right. Or whatever. It's it's just like this is a statement of fact about you, and that is fine. Everything about you is fine. Right. Liza. Liza. She's in the sink. There's no... Okay. She actually might be fucking something up. Hang on. <laughs> you keep talking a little bit. Just go put stuff... You want me to talk about body positivity or like... No. Talk about the episode a little bit. <laughs> All right. So... I don't want to ep- waste people's time with my fuck-ass cat. All right. Uh, you can't be in the sink. <laughs> oh, man. She's, she's panicking. Uh, so, all right. So, after they have this whole interaction... Uh, Holly, her one piece of dialogue was, I can't imagine that Abby's replacing Mackenzie, but then why is Asia here? We then go back to Ohio. We're in the Candy Apple studio, and Kathy very intensely says, we're pulling out all the stops. There's a new dancer named Sam who will do, and I quote, a hot and sassy duet with Gino. Yeah, love that. Yeah, great for you, Gino. Who the fuck is Sam? There really is like a rotating cast of characters in Ohio, every single time we go over there, she's just Kathy. Really, is pulling she's out all the stops. From all four corners that's of the earth. that's like, what that is her. Yes, that is her whole strategy. Just like give me anything that can potentially beat Abby. It's really sad, Kathy. We see what you're doing, and girl, and we that's don't embarrassing. Like it. It's embarrassing. Ooh. Uh, the group routine is called Machine Lines, uh, and it's depract uh, depicting depicting <laughs> the Depression <laughs> there era. You go. Uh, and Abby won't know what hit her. Which, uh, I mean, again, why do we have to tie the competition dances to either a specific event or a specific time? But, like, yeah, whatever, I guess. Yeah. A on, lot of media has come from the Depression era stuff, so I guess that one's fine. I guess. My, my problem with it, though, like, Abby actually has, like, an okay idea. Like, the idea of reincarnation. That's just, like, this ethereal idea of something. It's not, like... Rosa Parks or <laughs> the Great Depression. Yeah. Like taking influence from something like that, I think in art can it can be more challenging as a creative mind because then you don't have this very solid thing to go off of. Sure. But it also kind of opens the door to like more like thematic elements of the dance. You're less telling a specific story and instead you're embodying 
this right. idea of a thing. Sure. You see it a lot in, in marching band. Marching band, band yeah. And yeah. it's like, I mean, you pull inspiration and creativity from all sorts of places. So sure. it's like. Whatever works for you. Yeah, whatever. This is when we get to the LOL fat Christie. <laughs> Um, Holly asks, this is another oh, point right. where Holly's like, so what, like, why are you guys here? And Asia's mom is like, well, it's because we really liked Abby and Asia responds really well to teachers who just are always on her and okay, whatever. I'm like, okay, that's a very producer answer. Well, that's why you're here. Why does Abby have you here? Yeah. Why do the producers have you here? Why are you here? Not like, why, you why are you be okay here? being here? But why are you, what got you here? Yep. Um, and she says, she makes comments about how Asia has been like booked out and has been like working and all these things. And the moms in are like, Korea. Oh God. Right? Yeah. She's on and a she's TV show like, in Korea. Yeah, apparently. On TV and shit. Yeah. And she's like, well, she just kept getting booked out and they're like to do work. And she's like, yeah. And this child's like nine, not even probably, probably like six probably, or seven. Yeah, no, probably, probably seven or eight. I'm going to put my cat up for adoption. You know what? She's just sitting on the table. I'm just going to let her do her thing. Yeah. She's just chilling. Keeping an eye she's on the She's just door. sitting. Being a dick, you know? <laughs> she is. Story of my life. She is a menace. Um. Oh, and then at one point, Christy's like, so you're here for the whole season, just like all of us. And if you leave, you owe Abby Lee Miller $100,000 in cash. Yeah, and Christy, Asia's mom, goes, oh, it's a good thing I have $100,000. Oh! <gasps> fucking hair flip oh i have an all caps with a bunch of a's and a bunch of y's slay well it's a good thing thank god i have a hundred thousand dollars she might have that because she's been uh booking her child exactly well yeah that's also true but she's very unbothered and she's like these moms aren't getting to me i don't care yeah okay slay Uh, that is a flex swag um (laughs) we see asia's solo rehearsal I really hated this number. She, I like yes. had a problem with it. Yes. For I, real. Yeah. I didn't watch much of the, <laughs> I couldn't get much of it from the rehearsal, the actual like routine. I, after about 10 seconds, I skipped through the rest. Yeah. Same. Uh, but I think it was said earlier. I don't know if it was at this point, but Asia is a very like violent dancer. <laughs> violent yeah just like she doesn't uh move. she has almost no control granted she's young but she does sure. she does a, a very good thing and she goes full out when right. she dances right that is good right but the difference between like her and maddie is mm-hmm. that maddie goes full out and chloe goes full out with like an air of like grace right they have a they maintain power as they move but they look very graceful while doing it even when they're doing like kind of quicker jerkier movements yeah 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 they still look graceful. Uh, Asia is like fuck. She looks like she's fighting. Yeah, like she's fighting the air. <laughs> she's around like Mortal her Kombat with every joint. Like if <laughs> if she moves her yeah. hips, she's trying to knock someone's head off with her hip. Right. She throws yeah. an elbow. She's trying to knock someone out with her elbow. Yeah. And it's every movement of hers. It's wild. And Abby sa- or uh, I think her mom actually says like she doesn't really do cutesy very well. And she's like her mom's like no she, she doesn't does, like, intense very yeah. well which I, that's correct. Yeah, it's it's just kind of a lot. Um, the Abby says she's like dynamite, and she just needs a little 
control like because she is so like you were saying like just violent and just needs to be controlled just a little bit the moms are a little nervous um abby calls asia's mom down to just like get the tea about like how the other mom's treating you and kelly makes a comment about how now asia's mom has the biggest boobs or something about someone's boobs being fake and then melissa's like my boobs aren't fake and she's like and you have seen them and i was like oh my god what's happening yeah well she says uh kelly is like Kelly says, we think Melissa's got boobs. This one's got cantaloupes. Oh, yeah. And Melissa yeah. She's is like, at least mine are real. Yeah, Melissa's just like only <laughs> half paying attention. She's picking on her nail, yeah. And she's like biting her nail and just goes, well, mine are real. Just like very. <laughs> I live. <laughs> only giving half of her attention to this conversation. Oh, at least mine are real. Hilarious. Um, not the body shaming, but the attitude is very funny. Yeah. Um, Christy, Asia's mom also, there's says. there's nothing wrong with having fake boobs. Yeah, live your truth. Um, uh, Asia's mom says to Abby, like, there's just a lot of like complaining and criticism and whatever. And Abby straight up says like, well, Chloe's mom is going to be kind of an asshole because she knows I want her gone. Whoa. You're losing she just your... straight out says it. Yeah. That I wonder if she's just doing it for dramatic effect because there's no shot. She wants to I don't lose know. Chloe. Um, Abby has another show that's on t- like a, the uh JB was telling us it's like on TV. It's on Brandon TV right now. Brandon TV. Yeah, so stupid. And um she's talking to somebody who's a dancer and she says something about wanting her to win or not wanting someone else to win. And Abby straight up says, like, I never wanted Chloe to win and she won all the time. So she like That's wild. Isn't that crazy? Like you've got And such she a- recognizes it here. She's like, I I want them gone. I don't want them here. Chloe's like so good though, and Abby loves winners. She must hate Christy so much. I guess. I would also like to remind the class that uh, last season, Chloe got a scholarship to the Joffrey Ballet Summer Program. And is a national champion. Why would Abby want her to fuck off? That's two feathers for Abby's cap. Like, she's yeah. all about taking their success and making it hers. She's two major successes. Why would you want her gone? That's I, insane to me. It's I don't very know. self. It's, it, I don't it's know. It's so weird. It's I don't so know. weird. I can understand if she was like really, I mean, <sighs> she shits on Nia already, but Nia doesn't have a, does not hold a title and did not get the scholarship. So maybe if she's like, you don't have any accol- uh, accolades, you're useless to me, whatever, sure. That would make sense for her. But for her to be like, you're too successful is just like, I don't understand. I, I really, I genuinely think it's, it's just so that weird. Christy gives her so much shit that she's just like, I, I, guess. I my yeah. hatred now extends to Chloe as well. The pro, like the thing with Nia is that Dr. Holly never gives Abby any problems whatsoever, except for calling right. her a monstrosity of evil one time, that, which, which was, was a slave. Ap- appropriate, but also very out of character. True. Oh my God. <laughs> that was a legit jump scare. <laughs> you scared me. Hello. Oh my God. Yeah. That's why I, yeah. I think it's because Christy talks her shit and is right a lot. Yeah, yeah, that's true. She's going to be right, and she's going to be right loudly. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. she's the only one that, like, legitimately stands up, can give it back to Abby like Abby gives right. it. True, true, Christy's true. Christy's the only one that can match her energy and probably the only one that can beat her in a fight. Yeah, and she can maintain a, a through line of logic. When Kelly gets into it with Abby, she literally is just like, that's why you're so fat, and just, like, loses it. Yes. Christy can at least follow a line of argument like a little bit longer and Abby I think to your point Abby knows that Christy's right yep. so she's like I want her out of here I'm the yep. only one who can be right here um 
they get onto the bus to go to the comp and uh asia's mom sits in jill's seat and jill's like i'm so sorry you're actually like sitting in my seat and she's like oh okay that's fine i don't want to sit here anyway and then then she goes in and jill's like no 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 that's uh, sorry that's like i'm sorry that's melissa's seat and she's like oh okay whatever jill and her talking head says the sentence and i quote it's important for me to maintain my status on the bus. That is a crazy sentence for a grown-ass adult to say. I would agree. It's important for me to maintain my status on the bus. Hey, don't let the new person kick you around. But also, do you know what's fucking crazy? When they actually start driving, Jill's not in that seat. No! they. It's a charter bus. They walk around and dick around all the time. Like... It doesn't matter. This yeah. is so stupid. Also, Abby's not on this bus because she's at a taxidermy appointment. That is, which is and an she's even sobbing sentence. and yeah, and I feel really bad for her and I don't really want to talk about it anymore. Yeah, it was <sighs> a very short scene and the guy, the guy who's there to his credit, does I think an okay job of like trying to be empathetic. Yeah, knowing that he's about to stuff a dead animal. Oh. God, that's so gross. Yeah, whatever. Hey, if you're in, if you're a taxidermist, go off. Shouts out. I don't want my dead animal's carcass in no. my house. Well, and it, it'll be good for you, though, because Otis will never die. So well, that's true. It won't matter for you. But in theory, I don't know if that would be a thing that anybody should be interested in. There's also not enough stuffing Ooh. in the world to fill up that dog. You could just collect, in the event that he would die, which he won't, you could just collect all of his hair that he shuts now. That's true. And then <laughs> that he's, could be he's his... A thick boy. He's a thick boy. He's a big bear. Yes, he is. You know, you say it. Oh, he's a big bear. <laughs> it's so cute. <laughs> um, so we wrap up there, and then Abby meets the squad at the competition. Um, the moms are in the green room kind of like waiting on Abby, and they're like, this is kind of weird. Christy... Um, Christy, Chloe's mom, asks Melissa if she's missing Mackenzie, and Melissa gets backed into a corner, and she can't explain herself out of a weird situation. She mentions the extra bone in the foot. We do hear that confirmed. Mackenzie has an extra bone in her foot. And she's, like, tripping over her words because Chloe's mom, Christy, is like, isn't it kind of funny that, like, uh, Asia's first week here... Mackenzie's just like not here. Yeah, Melissa's getting like, it from oh, all angles. Well, uh, 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 yeah, she can't like really rationalize her way out of well, it. She's it's also really like weird. trying to sew something together. Yeah, she's like trying to do part of the costume, and yeah. it's just like it's. I think it was set up by the producers to be like a fight, and Melissa's just not taking the bait, and no, so it's kind was, of a nothing burger. Yeah, she was very like uh dissociated through a lot of this she's episode like, yeah she's like not really like on planet earth right now yeah it seems yeah. like something else is going on or she's like legitimately so worried about Mackenzie not being in the crew anymore that she's yeah, just maybe. like kind of shutting down yeah i don't know um and then abby gets to the competition asia tries on her outfit for the competition i hate this um I really hate it specifically because it reminds me of the outfit that Elle Woods wears to the Halloween party in Legally Blonde. And Asia is like six. And it's like, I don't approve of anything that's happening. It makes me very uncomfortable. Moving on. Abby sees the guest choreographer that's been working with the Candy Apples, her BFF. She gives him an inordinately and inappropriately long hug. Hated that moment. Um, And she says... She says in her talking head, you know what, Kathy, you can try to hire every friend I have, but when it comes to training kids, you suck. (laughs) 
<laughs> which is a great sentence. Yeah. She then gives this man a kiss on the cheek and says, I love you, which is not said back to her. Very uncomfortable. Um, and then Kathy says that she's in her head and she knows that secretly Abby's really bothered that she hired her Biffle to teach the children. Yeah. I Kathy is really on some copium right now. It's like, I know I'm in her yeah, head. I know no, you're not. I know I'm bothering her. I know. She says I'm not. I know I am. Like, okay, girl, whatever. No, you're not. Um, okay, we see Asia solo. I hate it. We can move on. Dude, I, I will say this. Uh, it was super weird. I got At so one, sweaty. As I'm skipping through, I noticed that she was like mouthing along with the words. Yeah. That's such a like cute kid dance thing mm-hmm. to do. Uh, and then as I was like right at the end <laughs> yeah get to the end and she's walking off the stage on all fours <laughs> but not on not crawling hand and knee hand like, and foot hand and foot teetotaling yeah off the stage it's so weird it's yeah, very weird it very awkward Liza's going goblin mode Dude, back there it is it's 8 40 p.m that is it's the witching hour it's the witching hour indeed. it really is um we're back in the green room christy says that uh, uh asia's mom christy Says that she saw like one sickle foot of Asia's when she like put her, she did like a chin stand. She's like, I saw the sickle feet. I hope Abby calls her out on it, whatever. And then she also, then they like kind of get her and Chloe's mom, Asia's mom and Christy, oh my God. Asia's mom and Chloe's mom kind of get into like a spat. It's like the battle of the Christie's about whether or not they should be honest with their opinions about how they feel about Abby. And then Asia's mom is basically you know kind of like recites that if you don't like it then leave argument that we hear from the new moms all the time well yeah uh, it, during that little spat uh in her talking head new christy says uh that og christy is clearly the most opinionated during this first week i'll keep my mouth shut but after that i'm gonna bite back slay looking forward to it hell yeah um oh by what? the way she said something before asia solo about uh oh god where was it Oh, she says to Asia, like she tells her to take advantage of Mackenzie being hurt <laughs> in the green room, kind of in front of the other moms. She's that stresses just, me we, out. We need to take advantage of Mackenzie being out of the way and her being Wait, hurt. Asia's mom said that? Yes. I totally missed that. Yes. That's disconcerting. To Asia. Gross. Um, and then Abby comes in the uh, green room and she's like dropping at me 20. And she's like, I saw your sickle feet. Yeah, whatever. Um, the duet is getting ready in the um, Candy Apples green room. Duet's getting ready. The choreographer kind of seems like a lot, TBH. Yeah. Um, and it's interesting. I have a note here that we don't hear from him or see as much of him as we did. Tony, I think, was the other guest choreographer's name. The other one might have been like. More... And like there was just like more interaction there. But we really don't hear from him like at all this week and i wonder if it was just because he was like too normal or yeah. like whatever the guarantee deal was. that's what it was um the duet goes the candy apples duet performs there's like a weird moment there's like a couple of i, I thought their turns were like off like i don't think i didn't think they looked very good the costumes were cute the guest choreographer smiling in the audience with his white teeth is Insane. They give a shot of him during Asia solo, and I'm like, why are you showing him in his veneers? Then they kept doing it. He's unrelated. They keep literally take a shot every time you see this man's face. You'll be dead in five minutes. You'll be dead in five minutes. You'll have alcohol poisoning by the time this episode's over. Jesus Christ, Liza. (laughs) She's chasing like a plastic toy around the hardwood floor, and it keeps bumping into the bottom of a floor lamp and making this like sound. 
Yeah, this guy, John, I, I have mode. in my notes, John is smiling weirdly during this dance. <laughs> John and continues have, smiling weirdly intensifies. I have intensifies. That in my notes four times. Yeah. John yeah, is super still weird. smiling weirdly. Yep, 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 yep. The dance was whatever. Yeah, the costumes were cute. Abby says it belongs in a ballroom competition. I agree. It doesn't really fit with the vibe of what the competition is. Abby says, no way. Tango doesn't belong here. Period. I guess. I don't know. Um, now it's the trio time from the Abbey Lee Dance Company. This is where I have take a shot every time they show the guest choreographer and his chip Skylark head ass teeth. <laughs> my shiny teeth that chip twinkle. Skylark. Listen, he said, he said, people walk a mile just to see me smile. <coughs> my shiny teeth. Damn me. Shiny teeth. Shiny teeth. Yeah. Chip Skylark. Yeah. Um, I thought the trio was kind of a sleigh. I thought they did very good. It was good. Um, but they, yeah, they... Are, that was great. Yeah, of course they are. Abby, or no, sorry, the Abby Lee Dance Company gets back to the green room. Um, and Abby, like, mentions, like, a trio is really hard because in a duet, you only have to feed off one person and it's just you locked in with someone else. On a solo, it's just yourself. With a trio, you have two people and, like, that's really difficult, whatever. Especially the spacing. And then she says, your spacing was really very good. Yes. Great. Agreed. That's actual feedback cool mega slay tangible smart goal feedback we love to see it (laughs) um and then we see the candy apples group rehearsal and kathy says we are going to win or die trying all right 50 (laughs) cent yeah like that's crazy um and then abby says that kathy is a pimple that needs to be popped that is so nasty that's that's really gross that's disgusting um candy apples boys and the great depression dance they go first the will dance for food sign is kind of goofy. I Yeah, I thought it was funny. I liked it. I don't know if we like needed a sign or maybe if it looked different, it would be better, but it looked pretty fucking stupid. Well, it has to be like easily visible. E- like, sure. It's supposed to be really on the nose. I thought it was good for what it was. I guess. There is a moment, I swear to fuck, that they cut to the guest choreographer that same shot. He is eyes closed he's looking down i thought i think he fell asleep smiling and, eli and then woke back because up. he just like like a robot like a wind-up toy robot like comes to life yeah i think he was fully asleep with his smile i think he sleeps like that that's so frightening i guess that's what happened when you get veneers i don't know um they killed it the the um, Candy Apples Dance Company and Chloe's mom also says that Abby also admits that the choreography was brilliant. The boys sure. crushed it. Abby the Dance Company goes, I think the dance was fine. I, it's not really anything to write home about in my opinion. Forgettable. It, this is where I have like, does it have to be so concrete because what the fuck did this have to do with reincarnation? Literally nothing, but whatever i thought it was it was fine it wasn't any more or less spectacular than whatever they do all the other weeks um we get to the solo awards asia wins first duh right before she wins again i get maddie kept having little like weird moments (laughs) Uh being a kid right before i'm gonna go back and look for her falling because that's really important she like she didn't fall she like stumbles okay as she's taking her shoe off just a little stumble and like I was kind of like, weird, like, oh, no. oh they would see that. <laughs> kind of laughing at herself. In this, she's sitting next to Asia. She, like, sweetly, like, holds her hand Aww. and then makes a funny face at the camera, which is in the audience, Aww. as they're waiting for Asia's name. Like, as they're, and in second place, blah, blah, blah. And Maddie kind of gives a little, like, 
thing oh, at the camera. So cute. I love seeing the kids be kids. I think yes, it is so hilarious. sweet. It, it humanizes these like pawn chess pieces. You know what I mean? Like, yes. oh wait, they're kids. And then Asia wins. And then Asia wins. Slay. Right. Um, duet trio awards. The ALDC trio gets second. Ooh. Candy Apple's duet gets first. Ooh. And the MC mentions that they were three points away from a perfect score. I have so many questions about that. I don't know fuck about shit, but like that did not look three points away from perfect to me personally. Um, and then Abby says that the dad of the boy was standing and screaming and I'm surprised that they weren't throughout. Girl, I don't know about all that. That yeah. feels like a lot to me. Also, you're a nightmare constantly in front of people. <laughs> yeah. What are you talking about? You literally about? suck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Group awards. The, we just like cut straight to it. Candy Apples gets a perfect score and they win. I looked up on the Dance Moms wiki. The Adelaide Dance Company got second, but we don't see that. For whatever right. reason, they don't show it to us, I guess for dramatic effect. Um, Candy Apples gets first. Abby starts crying. Maddie starts tearing up, which is not great. Um, and yeah, the wiki says that they got second, even though we don't see that, which I thought was really interesting. Yeah, Melissa says that our girls had no chance against the boys. It's true. But also the dance was really good. Yeah. The Great Depression dance was was like a mega Skip slay. through a lot of it. Yeah. Sure. Um, then we're like back in the ALDC green room. Kathy knocks on the door and asks, anybody, asks if anybody has a broom. She's like, anybody have a broom? Anybody have a broom in here? <laughs> And Chloe's mom is like, oh, for the clean sweep? And she's like, yeah. Which I was like, okay, that's kind of funny. Yeah, OG, yeah, <laughs> like, OG Christy, okay. just very obviously like, all right, we, yeah, clearly that's like, what you're doing. Okay, that's... Go off, queen. Okay. You mean for the clean sweep? Yeah. Um, And now Abby is saying that Kathy hiring her friend is hurtful. And then she says that Kathy's probably an embarrassment to her family, which is very a very out-of-pocket thing to say, but okay. Yeah. Kathy brings up the water that Abby threw at her and a mom, I guess it's a mom, is like, no, 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 no. Yeah, like we talked about this, Kathy. I, and I wonder like why wouldn't, why is that? It it almost gave the air of like an attorney being like, uh, my client yeah. is not talking about this, you know. No further comments at yeah, this time. Yeah, it was really weird. And then there's a dad, I guess he's a dad, says that uh, Abby and Kathy just need to mend fences and now they're yelling at each other. This time, the yelling between Kathy and Abby does not feel fun. Sometimes it feels silly and goofy. Even in the moment where they're throwing water, it was kind of goofy. That was wild. This does not feel goofy. Kathy, like, storms out and Abby's yelling, like, after her. And then that's it. And that's the end of the episode. Well, the things that they say back and forth were just crazy. Abby yells at Kathy that she's never produced anything. And then Yeah, she's like, Kathy, you're not even your students. You and then know. Kathy says, Abby makes an ass of herself, and all the moms know it. And then Abby says, well, I sleep at night. And Kathy goes, so I do, do I. You think I lose sleep over you? Ugh. Then that really got to Abby. Yeah. And she, while on the verge of tears, calls Kathy a piece of crap and yeah. dirt, dirt under, under her, her feet. feet. Uh, and says, she hit me. There's no going back. She doesn't walk in my circle. She doesn't live in my world. Yeah. And then that's gnashing the end my teeth of the and episode. My cat, sorry. Gnashing, gnashing my teeth, weeping and gnashing of teeth over here. Yeah, that's it. That, I don't know. It just doesn't feel fun at the end. This episode was like not really 
the tea. I didn't really like live, laugh, love this episode. I didn't either. It wasn't particularly like crazy or dramatic, but it wasn't like particularly hilarious. No, it wasn't really fun. And it wasn't really like tragic. Well, new Christy could have been a lot crazier showing up. Yeah. I think they just picked a normal week for her and they should have picked uh, like a more charged week. Yeah. But anyway, that's the episode. Um, Elijah, what's your song of the week, dude? I'm glad you asked. (laughs) I'm unplugging your microphone. (laughs) You do not deserve your own feed. You can yell across the room. You deserve nothing. What do you think? This is in my hand. Uh, I'll plug you back in. Hour and a half in the making. Did someone on Instagram tell you to do that? No, but that would be very funny if they did. You came up with that joke all by yourself. I don't know whether to be impressed or embarrassed. That was really funny. <laughs> You're an idiot. I'm also kind of mad that I'm like, I'm like kind of giggling about it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm like, okay, that was funny. I'm adding it to the playlist. Okay, There's that's nothing fine. nothing you can do about it. Um, okay, 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 okay. Um, Billy Joel put out a new, uh, a new playlist, a new song. It's really good. I'm, I'm not plugging it right now. Like that's not my song of the week. Oh, okay. Um, but it is very good. It's called turn the lights back on. And it's about like, you know, is it too late? That kind of concept. It's very good. Hmm. Um, have you ever looked at your day list on Spotify? Yes. What is it right now? Tell me. Mine is called delicate poetry evening. <laughs> You listen to dramatic and epic in the evening. Here's some delicate poetry writer, songwriting, autumn, and <sighs> something else. That's what I have. Um, so, wait. Oh, no. just Delicate wait. poetry so evening. So, right now, most days, I'm at the gym. <laughs> I and hated that sentence. The, that took years off my life. Oh, dear God. So, <laughs> mine is called... Screamo scene evening. <laughs> that is the duality of man. You listened to headbanging and angry in the evening. Here's some screamo scene, post hardcore, emo core, heavy rock. Can you take a screenshot of that and send it to me so I can put it in our um, Instagram post? Of course I can. That is so funny. Also follow us on Instagram at the Pyramid Pod. That's hilarious. Delicate poetry evening and screamo scene evening. <laughs> screamo, screamo emo. Scene Wait, evening. It's not, is it? Does it do this to you when you try and screenshot on Spotify? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, but you, it's still got the screenshot. It oh, just knows that you screenshot, and so it's like, oh, if you're trying to recommend a song, do it this way instead of screenshotting. I see. But yeah. Um, okay, the actual song that I want to recommend is a song called Hiss by Megan The Stallion. It's an excellent song. I'm not going to get into it right now because I don't know enough about the situation to really get into it like that. And also, because I'm going to fuck it up, you need to be, wait, you need to like take a deep breath. The beginning, (laughs) the beginning of this song is going to take you outside of your body. Take a deep breath right now, Eli. (coughs) Okay, great. Close enough. Let it rip. I just want to kick this shit off by saying, fuck y'all. I ain't got to clear my name on a motherfucking thing. Every time I get mentioned, one of y'all bitch ass niggas get 24 hours of attention. I'm going to get this shit off my chest and lay it to rest. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Oh Let it rock a little bit God. more. 
And if the beat live, I feel like Mariah Carey. Got these niggas so obsessed. My pussy so famous might get managed by Christian next. He can't move on, can't let it go. He hook nose full of that Tina Snow. And since niggas just wait for it. To make money, bitch, come be my hoe. All of you bitches, oh. we gonna bribe. How can she for a Norco find you? I can never be just by a bitch that was dancing, making all Kelly go viral. Hey, I'm sexy as fuck and I'm freaky. Get whoever I want any meanie. Why the fuck would I stay with a nigga that's weak and the sheets and don't know how to please me? Bodies on bodies on bodies on bodies. Say he fuck making it, now he's the topic. These niggas thinking they lower the value. All this free promo, I'm turning the profit. Yeah, that song is so good. So that song is a direct. There are lots of lines that are at specific people, predominantly Nicki Minaj, because Nicki Minaj started beef with her for literally no reason. Um, And she has a line in there that's called these that says these hoes don't be mad at Megan. These hoes mad at Megan's law. Do you know what Megan's law is? It's a it's a law in the states in all 50 states that says that if you are, it is what establishes the National Sex Offender Registry. So if you're a convicted sex offender, you have to be on this list that was instituted because of a law that's colloquially referred to as Megan's Law based on a case of a child named Megan. Nicki Minaj's husband and brother are both registered sex offenders. God. And Nicki Minaj started beef with Megan Thee Stallion and Megan Thee Stallion said, these hoes don't be mad at Megan. These hoes mad at Megan's law. That is crazy songwriting. <laughs> That's off the top rope. It's incredible. She has a bunch of really great bars in that song. It, it's so good. I've listened to it a lot. I have no beef with anyone ever. Like currently, I like I'm not. I'm a recovering hater ass bitch, so I really don't hold on to shit like that anymore. But like, God damn, that song is so good. Hell yeah. I love that song. Okay, what do you have? Oh, wait, you were you for real about that? Yes. You're going to stand on business, huh? You're going to stand on a Rickroll. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. Liza's standing on the sink. Oh, my God. I'm going to, if anybody wants a cat, she's free to a good home. <laughs> I'm just kidding. She's not. As long as your home Liza! doesn't have a sink. Otherwise, you'll also have this problem. Oh, my God. She's anyway um okay be sure to follow us on all the social media our link tree is in the show notes um oh we need to ask them a question what would you do with a cat that won't stay out of the sink (laughs) no i don't want to hear people tell me i'm a bad mom even though i know i am because i'm fully an enabler um let's see whatever they want though that's fair she's just so cute look how mischievous (coughs) and adorable she is is this an open-ended question or a this or that? Like a it poll can, question. So it can either be Q&A or poll. If you're uh, listening to this episode on Spotify, if you scroll down a little bit, there will be either a Q&A or a poll that we can put up to ask whatever we want. It's the scroll poll. Oh. I don't... That was a weird thing. I don't know how to feel about what you just said. Can I... Can I... Oh, here it is. Do you think that Rick... In the year 2024... Do you still think being Rickrolled is funny? I'm telling you, no it's not funny or every time. No, but on the bottom. <laughs> it's not funny every time. Funny, period. Funny in general. Funny in any it context. It can be funny. Oh, I do have a story about Rickrolling that actually this one kind of made me giggle. When I was a teacher, we had this program that was called Dino. And you could, as a teacher, with our, um, like, public county sanctioned Chromebooks that all of our students had, we could pull up Dino and see what every student was seeing and doing on their laptop. So we could see everyone's screens. 
And there was one time that I was I was monitoring my students, and one of my theater kids put up the "Never Gonna Give You Up" video. That's hilarious. And I was like, okay, I'll give points to that because he knew I was watching feeds, and just this his little his name was Simon. This little rectangle at the bottom, and I like hilarious. whipped over my shoulder, and he was just like, <laughs> <laughs> like eyes as big as saucers, just, just like staring at me. Yeah, and I like locked his Chromebook, and he was like, Miss my last name, open up my Chromebook again. <laughs> it was really funny. That is so funny. Anyway, yeah, that's the poll. In the year 2024, is it in any context acceptable to Rickroll someone? No or no, but the second option. You no or no part if two. If they're voting on this, they're getting Rick polled. <sighs> okay, that one was kind of funny. That one was was diet funny. Funny light. Hey, I'll take that. I'm zero calorie funny. That was, yeah, you're, yeah, you're the ready whip version of funny. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's you. Funny no, in I a get can. The, I get the full fat version of the ready whip, though. <laughs> oh, you do? You're going for that blue can, huh? No, the red can. Or the red can. Yeah, yeah. The Damn. blue one's the light. Damn. That's bullshit. You're and going full fat on that whip? <sighs> it's, it's like 1% of your daily. Like one serving is like 1% of your oh. daily fat. It is shockingly low in Damn. fat. Yeah, there's like nothing in it. It's 15 calories you for get a that glob <sighs> of it. Sound. That's what I'm saying. I've done the math. You can do – you can uh, take – I think 13 or 14 globs of Ready Whip. Oh my that's, God. that's one donut. Whoa, 13 yeah. or 14? Yeah. Damn, I'm just like thinking through how much. That's a lot. It's like actually. a regular donut's a little over 200 calories. Damn. Usually. Uh huh. And 15, I love a donut. 15 calories per like glob. Can in I just your have a donut instead? Do you think? Is that okay? You can have whatever you want, Amanda. Oh, thanks. Wow. King of the lives, Eli Farmer. Where can you find Eli Farmer on Instagram, you might ask? His uh, Instagram is at Eli underscore Farmer underscore. Cyberbully me. Please cyberbully him. Send him knives. Send him the water gun or the demon face. that you're glad I'm feeling better after almost dying this past (laughs) Start beef with him about your hot marching band (sighs) opinions. Oh, yeah. We know you've got him because you you bitches wrote in about how much you love marching band. If you do have like... uh, A hot take. Yeah, hot takes about marching band. (laughs) Who got robbed at DC? <laughs> yeah, like tell us. We all. I mean, if you want to mourn Santa Clara Vanguard's absence this past year, Eli you, would love to unironically have that convo with yeah, you in the DMs. Actually, you can follow me on Instagram. I'm at not Amanda B underscore on Instagram. I'm pretty Wait, funny over there. You what? are Amanda B. So why is your? What is that? Why are you? I'm not? so pissed. I saw someone on TikTok whose name is Amanda. Her username on TikTok. I don't know why I didn't think about this. The Amanda Show. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> that is so annoying. In the States, in on Nickelodeon, there was a show on Nickelodeon TV for children that was called The Amanda Show. With Amanda Bynes. With Amanda Bynes. Amanda, please. Amanda, please. Yeah. Are you, I might change it eventually that and just break down f- and steal that. Or, or at Amanda, please. That sh- that has to be taken though, right? Probably, but like that show is a fever I, I, dream. I think about that. Yeah, she's like, I have to go tap dancing with the lobster. Bye. Yeah, that show is so weird. Yeah, it was so good. Uh, Drake and Josh are from that show. That's how yeah. Drake and Josh's spinoff was, or Drake and Josh was the spinoff from the Amanda Show. Anyway, this is Nickelodeon lore that nobody cares about. <laughs> <laughs> Any last words? Any parting words for our listeners? Any, any final words? words? <laughs> Without the clock. Right <laughs> My finger gun. Yeah. Any any final words? <laughs> You're already shooting it. <laughs>
share this podcast uh, with a friend. Yeah. And uh, tell somebody you love them. I hate it when you make it real like that. Because now I feel like a fucking dingus. Go. go. So, funny story, actually, before we get off here. Uh-huh. Speaking of the word dingus. Uh-huh. Uh, my cousin Colin. Slay. His older sister, Julianne. Okay. Has four kids, which we all know is too many. <sighs> but one of them, the first, the eldest, is Hannah. Okay. When Hannah was growing up, mm-hmm. from before she could make words, <laughs> uh-huh. until she was about six or seven years old, she genuinely thought that Sam's name was Dingus. <laughs> Your brother, Sam. My middle brother, Sam. We <laughs> all went in name. on it. Except Sam did not like it, but everybody else in the family, every single other person would refer to him as Uncle Dingus. <laughs> Your family was committed to the bit. Yes, for the better That's, part of a decade. Oh my God. I can only hope to have she a family remembers. like that. That's hilarious. Uncle Dingus. She knows that he's Sam now because she's like 11. Right. But she remembers that he's Uncle Dingus. <laughs> That's in her brain forever. That's amazing. Yes. I shouts out to the farmer fam. Because shouts out to Uncle Dingus. That's everything. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Dingus. Damn. Okay. Gang, that's it for me. That's it for my boy. That's it for Liza. She's finally chilled the fuck out. Now that the episode's over. <laughs> yeah. Duh. Damn. I guess that's it. Thank you so much for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>